0: Welcome to the Coffee and Chip Bosses Podcast. My name is Richard Spencer, and I thank you again for joining me on this episode. And this is episode 26. And I'm really excited about this episode, mainly because we've been in the book, The Obstacle is is the Way, for a while, Um, and we've been really focusing on our, our mental capacity to overcome obstacles and change the perspective that we have on different situations. And we're actually going to take a shift later on in this episode. So I'm really excited to share the information that I'm learning um, that has impacted my life. And I'm pretty sure that's going to impact your life for the positive as well. But before we get to that, let's jump into the weekly review. So again, if you know anything about me or about coffee and checkboxes, you know, I believe in journaling. At first, we was doing a five minute journal in which we write down things that we're grateful for, things that we uh, hope to accomplish. And now I kind of shifted more to a weekly review based on the high performance journal uh, by Brandon Burchard. I hope I say your name right. I always mess it up for some reason. Um, but yeah, so he got a few questions. I kind of missed the two together, the high performance and the, and the gratitude journal. Um, but anyway, let's jump into the few questions that I asked and answered for this past week. Uh, the first question is, what did I learn about myself this week? And of course, I said that I like to learn, but I'm realizing that I'm really impatient in gaining the experience and knowledge for mastery. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that I love reading books. I love watching videos. I love learning new stuff. But I've also learned that the older I get, I'm getting as a person, my impatience has increased and my patience naturally has decreased. And because of that, I've noticed I've been looking for shortcuts to learning. I realize I've been looking for shortcuts to mastery. Um, I'm I'm I've been looking for shortcuts to wisdom. And if it's anything that I know about is that in video games, shortcuts are cool. Like you remember Mario Brothers, especially the first Super Mario Brothers. I remember I think it was if you get to the second level, you can find a shortcut to get to the eighth level, which is the last level of the game. I think I got that right. But video games are good for shortcuts. They got the codes. They got the cheat codes. They got all kind of cool stuff. Shortcuts is a part of video game culture. But when it comes to wisdom, when it comes to knowledge, when it comes to mastery, time is a major factor in that. Now, think about the Internet, right? The Internet has all of the information that we need to become experts at something. But with all of that information, can you become an expert in 24 hours? Of course not. Like, let's say uh, software development. I went to school. I got my bachelor's and I got my master's in computer science and computer information systems. It took me, let me see, a whole bunch of years, seven, eight years to get two degrees. All of that information that I learned over a period of eight years is available to you right now on the Internet. But I'm telling you one thing, you won't be looking at all that information on the internet for a week or two or three or four and expect for you to be a better program than I am. And that's not being braggadocious or anything like that. That's just how life is. Like, it takes time for mastery. It takes time to become an expert. And the older I'm get older I'm getting, I'm hating that, all right? Like Like, man, why can't I become like, okay? for an example, I'm branching out to YouTube eventually with coffee and chip boxes. So naturally, I need to learn how to uh to learn videography in general. I need to learn how to edit videos. I need to learn how to add music to it. I want to do that. The cool B-rolls, you know, how the person's talking and you see the ocean kind of just slowly. Flowing by or you see trees in the ocean, I mean, not ocean trees in the ocean, that'd be kind of cool. But you see the trees and the forest and all kind of cool stuff that people that have been doing it for years are still doing. I want to learn how to do that stuff like right now. But I can't because that's not how life works. You need to have the ability to learn. You need to have the willingness to learn and you have to have the time to learn. And because you have to have the time to learn, you have to have patience. And I learned that this week. And I got to work on that. I got to find a way to forgive myself for not becoming a, a perfect person or an expert in a week. That's just not how life works. All right. So Dan, that's the first question. The second question is, what did I struggle with and how would I be better at it next week? And uh, this week is all about allergies, man. Like, for me this has been a really tough week for allergies like just out of nowhere like the sinus pressure the snot going everywhere the coughing oh man i hate coughing all oh, the coughing at church all of the coughing while i'm trying to sleep all oh, the coughing at uh at work it's embarrassing i'm like man like am i gonna die but i know i'm not it's just i'm just coughing um uh, But what am I doing to get better? So I'm just taking uh, my trifecta. I'm I'm taking Flonase. I'm taking Zyrtec. And I got a new part of the arsenal thanks to one of my coworkers, uh, Ashley. Ashley Cordell. I hope she don't mind me saying her last name. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, Allegra D, folks, if you don't get up on that, man, you missing out. If you got allergy issues, if you deal with sinuses and stuff like that, that Allegra D, Man, take all the sinus pressure away and it's 24 hours. So, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It works really, 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 really good. In fact, I need to cough right now. So hold on for a second. All right. Lastly, what am I grateful for for this past week? This past week has been really interesting to me. Mainly because I've been really focusing on, uh, Building a brand on Instagram So it means A lot of more uh, quotes A lot of more posts Kind of stepping out of my my comfort zone When it comes to social media I'm more of a reader Some people say stalker I'm not a stalker I just read a lot At least that's what I'm telling myself Um, But anyway uh, Yeah I'm, I'm really becoming more active On Instagram And it has been cool. Like I've been getting more likes. I've been getting more followers. So it, it, it I ain't gonna lie. It kind of boosted my, my, uh, my pride. Uh, it kind of made me feel good a little bit. So I'm really grateful for the support that I'm getting, not only on Instagram, but from my wife, like me recording videos and podcasts. Like it has been a transition for us, um, when it comes to time pouring into coffee and chat boxes but it's been good. i am really been grateful. I've really been excited about what's been going on in Instagram. And I'm, I'm just hoping that that same kind of energy could kind of go on to YouTube as well. So I want to jump in into the main topic, the main topic. You know, I like to give titles to stuff. I'm going to call this week time for some action. I got to find, I think, oh man, Time for some matching. That's an old nineteen eighties, 1990s song, rap song. I want to say Public Enemy. It might be Public Enemy. I can't remember. I'm an eighties baby. I shouldn't know this. Somebody gonna take my eighties card if I don't remember. But it's time for some matching. Let's let's talk about that. So for the past couple of months, with coffee and chat boxes, we've really been focusing on overcoming obstacles. And our main resource for this has been The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And it's a really good book. Once again, it's based on some stoicism and some really good quotes from people that have faced obstacles. Obstacles, a lot of times, a lot more tougher than the things that I've been through in my life. And he talks about the quote and he also gives you a a way of how they overcome those ways, how they overcome those obstacles. And how we could use that same mentality uh to overcome the obstacles, and the question is why like why do we want to learn how to overcome obstacles and that answer is is really easy like obstacle is a part of life, and if I want to take it a step further, obstacles is a part of everyday life. I'm gonna give you a good example for me at least waking up early like I know to be the best me possible. I need at least seven and a half hours of sleep, and I need to wake up early to exercise. So that means to wake up no later than five thirty in the morning. That alarm clock to me is an obstacle. I have to sometimes to force myself up to be the pe- best person I could be at that moment. So for me, I don't know about you, but for me, for definitely for me. Obstacles is a part of of, of daily life. And in order for us to become the best version of ourselves, overcoming obstacles is a skill set that we must master. Remember earlier I talked about I talked about how I want to be a expert overnight in any subject that I choose. And overcoming obstacles is no exception to that but it's only through learning. It's only through practice that we learn how to overcome obstacles. So the next question is how, how do we overcome obstacles? Right? Like the first step is to have control over our perspective. How do we view life and how do we perceive obstacles? This is our mental game. So, so lately we've really been talking about the mental game. That's what, coffee and chip boxes has been focusing on for the past, I want to say two to three months, our mental game, getting getting our head in the game, changing the thoughts that we have about obstacles, changing the ideas that we have or how we view situations. So the first step is all about overcoming emotional responses and all about how you can control your mind and your thoughts. And the examples is, is poured out in the obstacle is the way And of course, coffee and check boxes episode for an example in episode 19. Uh, the quote was choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed. Don't feel harmed and you have not been." and that's by Marcus Aurelius. And that's all about, no matter what situation that you're in, no matter what negative uh, impact things have on your life, you get to choose how you view that mindset, right? Like no matter how hard life is, it's up to you to have a perspective on that life. And a good example of that is for me. Like I think I talked about it before, but in 2001, 2002, I went through the toughest times of my life. That's when, uh, I remember calling my mom while I was in college and for the first three or four minutes I couldn't speak because I didn't want to cry with my mom. I, I couldn't help it. Like I was down in life and now a lot of people are like, man, I, bet, I wish I bet you wish you didn't go through that right now. My mental thought is I'm glad I went through that. I'm glad that I went through the pain that I went through because I'm now a better person because of that. I really believe in my heart. I would not be the father that I am. And I definitely wouldn't be the husband that I am. If I didn't go through that pain back in 2001 and 2002, like that is a part of who I am. So my perspective on that time period is totally different than other people's perspective on my life back then. It's all about perspective Um, on episode 19. Episode 20, Theodore Roosevelt said, what such a man needs is not courage, but self-control, cool-headedness. This he can get only by practice. And again, that's by Theodore Roosevelt. And I think I named that episode, Nerves Like MJ. Like, if you're old enough to remember Michael Jordan, like his main thing, like he was, I'm gonna say he's the greatest basketball player in the world, Right. But it wasn't just about what he did in the first three quarters. It's about what he did in the fourth quarter. Even bigger, what he did in the fourth quarter and the playoffs. Those are times where our nerves just get get riled up and you start doing stuff that you don't normally do. You start saying stuff that you don't normally say. Michael Jordan was able to have nerve control and cool-headedness. And that's what we need in life. Like, so in the time that your coworker come at you with some, with some craziness, can you control your nerves? Can you be cool-headed? If your boss say, hey, I need this done in the next hour, and you already got 10 hours of work a- ahead of you, are you going to be able to be uh, cool-headed at that moment? Are you going to be able to communicate clearly and in, in a non-aggressive way to get your point across? So that was episode was 20 about nerve control. And then finally, episode on 23, uh, the quote says in life, our first job is this to divide and distinguish things into two categories. Externals I cannot control, but the choices I make with regard to them, I do control. Where will I find good and bad in me and my choices? And that's by Epictetus. And this is a fairly recent episode this that episode was all about focusing on the things that you can control and not focusing on the things that you can't control. Good example of that is how people view you. You can't control that. You could be the best human being in the world and you still can't control how people view you. You could be the nicest person ever created, right? And you still going to have people that hate you. You still going to have people that don't like you. Now, switching back to that, what are the things that you can focus on? What are the things that you can control? You can control your work habit. You can control your health when it comes to sleeping properly and eating properly. Uh you can control how you react to situations. You also can control how you act among people. How you treat people, how you talk to people, that is totally in your control. So we learned in that episode to focus on what we can control and not on what we can't control. Because if you focus on what you can't control, you're going to lose all control. That's kind of deep. I like that. That's, that's a, that's a new quote right there. But anyway, but yeah, so the first half of the book or the first half that we talked about with the book, it was all about mind control and controlling our emotions. So we've come a long way. Like, The mental part is a huge part of overcoming obstacles. You can't overcome obstacles without the mental part because your perspective will be messed up and you might take action that's not necessarily in your best interest. So mentally, we understand that seeing obstacles and controlling our minds and emotions helps us prepare to overcome obstacles. So we're prepared to overcome obstacles, right? But that's not enough to actually overcome obstacles. We must take action. Now, let's go to the book, The Obstacle is the Way. I like how he gave a definition of action, and it's really cool. So Ryan Holiday says that action is commonplace. Right action is not. As a discipline, it's not any kind of action that we do, but directed action. So what is Ryan Holiday saying is that, oh, we're good at taking action. Like I remember when we were young, when we was in high school or even younger, when we was in elementary school, and middle school, when somebody disrespected us, we was ready to fight. Right. Like as kids, we was able to take action. Action is second nature. But he's but Ryan Holiday says that right action is not commonplace. So naturally, through progression, through wisdom, most of us realize that violence is not the way to con- to confront each other. He also says that that not any kind of action that we do, but direct action. Now, now, what does direct action mean to me? That means that I am mentally, I have mentally constructed a model in my head to know that. If I do A, I get this result. If I get B, I get another result. If I do C, I get a totally different result. Now, which result do I want? That will decide what action that I take. Ryan Holiday also goes on to say, our movements and decisions define us. We must be sure to act with deliberation, boldness, and persistence. Those are the attributes of right and effective action." Nothing else, not thinking or evasion or aid from others. Action is the solution and the cure to our predicaments. Oh, man, if that is not a good quote, I don't know what it is. We want right and effective action, right? Like naturally, as good people, we want to take action that is effective. And he also goes on to say that that thinking is cool, but that's not action. Evading the situation is cool, but that's not action. Or aid from other people We must take action To overcome the obstacles that we need Okay so what I want to do right now For the next couple of minutes is to break Down what Ryan Holiday says is What we need to take right action And just to quote him one more time He said we must be sure to act With deliberation Boldness and persistence So let's jump into the first one Deliberation According to Wikipedia Yep, I'm quoting Wikipedia like time is limited. Deliberation is a process of thoughtfully weighing options. Deliberation emphasizes the use of logic and reason as opposed to power struggle, creativity or dialogue. Once again, we were relying on our mind and our thoughts in order to generate right action. And what I love about deliberation is that with the inclusion of time within the definition of deliberation, that means that we can't act properly based off our initial reaction. There are times in which I would admit to you, and I'm pretty sure you would admit to me that someone said something to you, right? Like they just said something and automatically you took it as disrespect, right? And then just naturally, just out of nowhere, without much thought, without thought at all, you just flew off and responded. And then even worse, there are times in which we do that and we just totally read or 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 heard uh, out of context. Like they totally didn't mean to disrespect us in any way. That is not a an example of deliberation. Deliberation means that you're taking all of these inputs. You're taking the input from the person, not only what they said, but who that person is, their body language, a whole bunch of stuff. And you put enough time in to logically and reasonably understand what that person is saying or even better, what that person is trying to express to you. Uh, Deliberation can also apply to Job opportunities, right? Like you just don't want to take the first job that just comes out of nowhere. Deliberate: what is the best job? Yes, this job might have more money for you, but you might like the idea of being able to to walk to work rather than having to drive thirty minutes to work. That might give you more time with your family. With deliberation, that could come with uh, moving up the corporate ladder. Like, yeah, you're going to get $25,000 extra on your paycheck. But you know, in the bottom of your heart that they're going to require you to spend a lot less time with your kids. It doesn't really matter. Like, it it depends on the person, right? Like what they decide in those situations. But at the very least, you must have the ability and the willingness to deliberate, to use logic and to use reason to come to a right decision and a right action. The next one that Ryan talked about is boldness. And this is, oh man, I'll show you. Boldness is the opposite of fearlessness, or I'm sorry, fearfulness. To be bold implies a willingness to get things done despite risk. Boldness may be a property that only certain individuals are able to display. So boldness, that I like talking about boldness because I don't perceive myself to be the most bold person in the world. And I've been thinking about this for a while. I just remember as a kid, as a elementary school kid, as a middle school kid, I was bold. Like I didn't really speak that much, but I was bold enough to dance at a dance party. I was bold enough to, be a part of a uh, talent show and to dress backwards in my starter shirt, which was the Oakland A's green starter shirt. Oh man, that thing was so fire Uh, and be a one part of crisscross, right? Like I was, I was bold enough to dance to MC hammer as a kid to sing in the gospel choir at my church when I was like nine or 10 years old to play the tuba in the church, like how bold do you have to be to play a tuba solo in the church? But over time, I lost that boldness. And it's tough to say why. I been mean, kind of thinking about it, I, I came to a few few conclusions. The first idea was school, man. Like I was a really good school student. Like I was able to listen to the teacher, to take tests. I was a great. Test taker, like always got straight A's, got a few B's here and there. Uh I excelled. And I and I feel like that successfulness would actually became a failure to me. Because as you climb and climb and climb, and as you succeed and succeed and succeed, there's a chance that you become more afraid of failure. Because you have this built up streak. You have this uh, reputation of success. Like you have uh, pride. You have people looking up to you. You got people looking and waiting for you to fall. Like you have so many, so many inputs, so many people to impress, so many people to think about. Uh, Even yourself, like even yourself can hold you to a higher standard. And that can make you become less bold, take less risk to speak less just to kind of play your own role in the background. So that's one day I had about why this crisscross talent show guy is afraid to do anything like dance in front of people or sing in front of people. Uh, The next thing is, man, just people, right? Like if you hear so much negative stuff, it's really easy for that negative stuff to kind of drown out the positive. So even if you have great parents, if you have great friends, if you have enough people to hate against you, it's easy for them to kind of just push you down because they are loud. They are bold enough to, to speak negatively to you. um, And you're not always bold enough to fight back. So all of those things combined, kind of made me a less bold person. But I could, see, I could see it changing, right? Like me doing a YouTube channel, me doing podcasting, like that's me fighting back to say, hey, I got something to say to this world. Like I got some ideas to say to the world. And, and it's bold. It's crazy for me to even say that on video and hear people say that, right? But that's that boldness coming out. And you have to have boldness. Like there are some you're going to have to take some risk sometimes to overcome obstacles is what I'm saying. Whether it's public speaking, whether it's dealing with a tough boss, whether it's fighting, um, for the pay that you deserve, right? You're going to take risk. You got to be bold to get the things that you deserve. And then finally persistence. And, uh, this means that firm and obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. So not only do you need to be bold and take action, you have to be persistent. You just can't say, hey, I want this pay raise and just let it go at that. You can't say, hey, you know, I want to apply for this job and just leave it at that. We have to be persistent. We have to chop down obstacles over time. Once again, that 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 word comes in there, and, and sometimes I hate it, sometimes I love it. But time, time plays a huge role in us overcoming obstacles, and this plays a big part in persistence. You have to be persistent. You have to continually. You have to continually go after your goals, go after the actions that you want, go af- go after the life that you want. So I'm going to say it one more, one more time. Ryan Holiday says that we must be sure to act with deliberation, boldness, and persistence. So that's pretty much it for the podcast. I want to let you know that right now we're going from the mental to the action. We're going to think about it. We're going to be deliberate. We're going to be bold and we're going to be persistent. But most importantly, we're going to take action we can't think ourselves out of a situation. We have to fight ourselves out of a situation and I'm not talking about like fight, fight. I'm talking about like, you're gonna have to take action. You're gonna be deliberate. You're gonna be thoughtful. You're gonna have to use logic. You're gonna have to make moves. You're gonna have to talk. You're gonna have to communicate. You're gonna have to study. You're gonna have to learn. You're gonna have to practice. You're gonna have to exercise. There's so much that we have to do but it's so worth it. It is so worth it. Trust me. Like, I'm nowhere near what I want to be in my life when I'm far ahead of what I could have been. And it's because of deliberation. It's because of the, the at least a little bit of the boldness that I have. And it's definitely part of the persistence. So I'm signing out. Thank you again for joining me. And I'm looking forward to talking to you more about action in next week's Coffee and Chip Bosses podcast. Signing out.